Bob, I know you're very familiar with the Apollo Challenger Columbia Lessons Learned program, but tell me a little bit about your history with the program. Absolutely. So it's one of the things I'm very proud of here at uh, Kennedy Space Center, and we worked with uh, Safety and Mission, Mission Assurance. Mike Ginelli has just done an outstanding job. And what we don't want to do is forget the lessons learned from the past. You know, after the Challenger accident, um, they just kind of took what remained a Challenger and buried it in a silo, and it was like, we want to forget about this and move on. Um, Columbia was different, and we, um, we have Columbia in a room preserved over in the Vehicle Assembly Building, and it's actually used uh, by universities. Uh, folks can get uh, parts loaned out to them for research to help make spacecraft better, to learn about the impacts of, you know, returning in that kind of environment, what we can do to make it better. But the, the more important part is not just the way we have treated the hardware, it's how we have also treated the families, but it's also how we treat our, our people and the lessons that we want to remember from this. You know, if you look at both Apollo, Challenger, Columbia, all the time, when you go back, the hardware was talking to us, and as with, uh, you know, Challenger was the, the uh, you know, normalization of deviancy, that we had O-rings that were bad, we saw soot, but we came to accept it because nothing bad happened. And, and then you look at Columbia, the foam's coming off, you know, but nothing's bad, bad has happened, and we came, we accepted it, all right? So we don't want to forget that. And part of uh, you know, Apollo, Challenger, Columbia lessons learned is helping to keep it in the forefront to help folks see what we learned so that we don't repeat those mistakes again and help to create an environment where, where people are listened to. Yeah, I imagine that's very important, that idea of you know, not letting things become rote and letting them just continue as they were, but constantly being vigilant about looking at all our processes and things like that moving forward. You know, I mean, nothing that we do is without risk if it's worthwhile. And, and flying in space is an extremely risky business. But, you know, we've been given this goal now. Boots on the moon by 2024, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> I, want to, I want to see that happen. Yeah. You know, this is, uh, I think we have an opportunity uh, to make Artemis successful. Yeah. All right. But we have to do it in an environment that allows people to speak up. You know, we can't, it, it can't be just, we got to rush off and do this at all cost. We have to do it in an environment where we listen to people and that we make sure everybody's concerns are addressed. Now that doesn't mean we do what you want to do, mm -hmm. but it, we have to address people's concerns. I, I greet all our new employees every two weeks when they come on board, and I talk about our core values, and I talk about lessons learned from uh, Challenger in Columbia, and the need to create an environment in your meetings where you feel free to sp speak up. Sure. And you know we hire a lot of really smart people, okay? But when you're new, and you're going to a meeting, sometimes um, you may know something, but you think, oh, all these other people, they're a lot smarter than me. They've been here a lot longer. They know more than I know. I'm just going to be quiet and listen. And what we have to do is ensure that we get everybody's input yeah. so that the decision makers 
are making informed decisions. Sure. And so it's incumbent upon us who are leaders, and, and Bill Gerstenmaier does a great job at this, but you have to stimulate discussion. If nobody's speaking up, then you have to ask questions to stimulate that discussion and get people talking so that all the concerns are addressed so that we make our decisions in an informed manner. And you know, considering that move to 2024 and Artemis getting back to the moon, um, as a former astronaut, this kind of program has to be very helpful from your perspective uh, because we want our astronauts to feel like they can accomplish that mission safely and effectively. Absolutely. You know, but I, I'll be honest. I knew when I was flying in space, first off, the riskiest people around are those people that climb on that rocket. All right. When, when you got launch day, it, it could be falling apart. And you, no, I'm OK. Let's go. <laughs> you know, you, you're ready. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so what we want to do is um, we want to make sure that we take care of the crew. All right. And, and that means taking care of their families. That means creating this environment where people, you know, can speak up and, and say and do the right thing. Even though Bob wants to go do this under any conditions, uh, we need to inform him that well, there are limits. That's, to... that's why the crew doesn't get to vote in the, in the launch count. When they, when they go down and pull the launch team, the crew doesn't get to vote in that. There's somebody, you know, the director of flight crew operations, the director of the Johnson Space Center representing the crew. They vote for the crew because they know what the crew's going to say. Let's go, right? <laughs> right so you've got to have a little reason. It's some sanity there. Well, now this program is also very important specifically here at Kennedy because uh, uh, Mike is actually developing these tours that take this lessons learned program and actually move from center to center. Talk a little bit about that program. So, you know, I had an all hands <coughs> the other day and uh, I wanted to get a feel for, and this isn't that long ago, and, and I said, let me see a show of hands out in the audience. How many of you were here for, or how many of you were not here when we lost uh, Columbia. And it was close to half the audience raised their wow. hand, at least a third, all right? So that's a lot of folks that that weren't part of that uh, loss, that grieving, that learning experience that we had. So we have to find a way to make those lessons known to them. If I had my way, every uh, new senior executive at NASA would have to walk through the Columbia room and see the results of the decisions we make. And, and none of the people that made any of those decisions on Apollo, Challenger, or Columbia thought that they, they were putting the crew in harm's way. They thought they were making good decisions. But, you know, we have to be mindful of the decisions we make and make sure that we have all the data when we make them. So this, this touring um, display, it, it was at KSC. It, when we opened up our new headquarters building, we moved it into the lobby, and it, it's it's beautiful, and it, it captures um, the lessons learned extremely well, and it brings it to the forefront. It allows everybody that doesn't have the opportunity to walk through the, uh, the Columbia Room to actually see and learn from it. And then Mike has excellent information to go along with it, uh, talks that go along with it. And, and the key here is, as we move forward, we want to make sure that we don't forget those, those lessons learned. Yeah. Tell me just a little bit about the families, because you had mentioned this a couple of times, uh, uh, how important it is for them. Because we want to do all this so that NASA can be successful and everything else, but considering everything that's happened, how has this been helpful to them? So, you know, as I mentioned, after Challenger, um, we wanted to, 
it felt like we wanted to just get beyond it and move on and uh, and get flying again, which we did. Okay, and I think the Challenger families, and and the reason I bring this up is, I'm going to digress a minute here. Sure. Over in the Atlantis facility, we have a display called Forever Remembered, and it's a tribute to the Challenger and Columbia crews that flew on uh, the space shuttle, and we work with the families to develop these displays and um, there's one for each crew member that says who they were as a person and also you know to the folks here at the Kennedy Space Center the vehicles were as much a part of the family as the crews in many respects and so we have the iconic sidewall from uh, Challenger with the American flag on it mm -hmm. and we have the windows of Columbia and I, when I walk into that room where those artifacts are to me it's almost like walking into church it's, it's just it's very special. Um, when we built the Atlantis facility, there was space there, but nobody knew what it was for. And when Discovery was uh, inducted into Udvar Hazy, um, I briefed the administrator and Bill Gerstenmeyer on what I would like to do in, in creating this exhibit and had the permission to go ahead. When we opened it, um, and again, working with the families, uh, we invited uh, them to come and see it before it opened. And, and so the night before the big event, we had the Challenger families in first. And it meant so much to them um, mm. because they hadn't had a chance to see the aftermath of Challenger. And to see that display and see Challenger's sidewall, to be a part of it and, and have their families recognized, I mean, it meant so much. Um, uh, they came up to me at one point and said, can we just have an overnight? Can we just have a sleep in and stay? And uh, it, it was a little bit of an emotional roller coaster for me because I, uh, you know, I was so worried about how they were going to feel. And it was a lot of emotion that night. And then we brought in the Columbia families after the Challenger families. And again, they, they were just extremely appreciative. Um, so I, I think, you know, we, we have to learn from the past. We can't just we, we can't just forget about it. We can't bury it and say it didn't happen. Uh, we have to remember. And then we have to make sure that it doesn't happen again. And to do that, it's this creating this open environment where we can have open, honest discussion to make informed decisions. I think that that's critical. It's, it's our communication. We have to, have to continue to do that. And I think what Mike does with Apollo Lessons Learned Apollo Challenger, Columbia Lessons Learned, the center, and the information that he has available, the talks that he gives and stuff. I think it helps, it helps do that. 